Well, hello and welcome to the Smells Like Money podcast. Join me, Suzanne Chin-Taylor, the doo-doo diva, as I interview guests who are making an impact on how we manage and operate systems for conveying and treating wastewater. As a veteran of the wastewater, trenchless, and civil infrastructure industry, each week I'll be bringing you industry know-how from industry pros who know how. Join me each week as I speak with representatives of organizations that are utilizing disruptive or new technologies and methods, and executives who are excited to share how to be successful and sustainable in our vital industry. So whether you want to learn about the latest trends in technology, in treatment or trenchless, gain tips on training and retaining great talent, or simply how to be more efficient, productive, or profitable, this podcast is for you. Ready? Let's dive right in. Well, hello again, and welcome to this week's episode of the Doo Divas Smells Like Money podcast. We are continuing our visit with Mary Stormy Schaefer, the other Doo Diva. And now we're going, as promised, we are going to be diving in to lifting the veil. Marketing is a mystery. And so Stormy, when you said lifting the veil, it's no mystery. What did you mean by that exactly? Well, when I tell people I'm in marketing, they always get kind of like the woo-woo look, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, me too. so far above their heads and they just can't even with it. And, and the first thing I want to tell them is, okay, look, this isn't a mystery. This is the mystery is the, is the aura that agencies, the big agencies have created around the work they do. And I think basically to, you know, if something's mysterious, you can charge more money for it. Um, <laughs> I got into this for the exact opposite reason. I got into marketing because I wanted to make it easy for people and help them understand that not only do they need to do it, but it's absolutely understandable and they can do it. So I like to lift the veil on this whole pretend mystery thing and, and tell people, look, it's not a mystery. It is something between like art and science. I think it's a craft and mostly it's yeah. just common sense. You know, so marketing is really just finding the best way to appeal to your potential audience using techniques that you know will most effectively motivate them to take whatever action you desire. So there's really only one secret, you know, in effective marketing. And this is key. Whoever tells the best story wins. I love that. that. I love that. It's the truth. It's it the is. Truth. It, it absolutely is. But either way, you want to understand marketing as a discipline as well. So before you really can do this, you first have to understand a few of its really basic concepts. They're all words you've heard before, but you may not know exactly what they mean inside of marketing. So the first one is, what is marketing itself? I tend to define it as communication between someone that wants to sell a product or service or even an idea to an intended audience of potential buyers. That's really all it is. Marketing is the craft of creating a public image for a business or an organization that makes its products and services desirable to potential buyers or users. That's it. There's, there's no more mystery than that. Inside of marketing, there are these two main uh, concepts. The first is branding. Branding is the marketing concept that each organization, product, service has its own unique identity and that consumers need to understand the differences between all the brands and options they have to choose from when making their buying decisions. 
So any particular organization, product, or service, that's what we refer to in marketing discussions as a brand. And what's positioning? That is the marketing concept that all brands within any market category that compete with each other mm -hmm. for the buyer's attention, they need to separate themselves from each other. There will necessarily be brands that occupy top, middle, and bottom positions in their categories according to their popularity with customers. And, you know, being at the bottom of a category isn't always the worst thing as long as you occupy it well and do good messaging. But you know, most people want to be there towards the top. So everything you decide when creating and implementing a marketing campaign will have its foundations in the service of branding and positioning. And along with that, that first, you know, concept that whoever tells the best story wins, there's two other important points you need to remember. In the global economy, and we are in that, like it or not, everything even very specialized product or service knowledge is eventually going to become a commodity. Many of us have already had that experience. Yeah. The only thing that sets us apart from our competitors is our attitude, which is expressed through our customer service. So that's really huge. And the other thing, and this is the one thing that if you don't remember anything else I tell you today, remember this part. While you may be endlessly interested in your own company, that makes sense, right? Your, you know, your history, your products, your, okay. But your audience is really only interested in one thing. What's in it for me? No matter what they're tuned into. The only thing that they care about is what's in it for me, no matter what you're selling, no matter what you're saying, no matter what you're thinking about, right. that's always what they're thinking. So any content in your advertising or marketing materials that does not directly address this is not really marketing. It, if it doesn't somehow support your claims to meet your potential customers' needs and desires, what's in it for them, it's ineffective, it's a waste of your resources, and it is not marketing. Right. You're just flapping your lips. So, so that, that's kind of like ties right into, you know, there's five, uh, is it five or is it six? I always forget. It's actually six. There's, six, there's like six, six core principles that we all adhere to as marketers. And for purposes of time, and just so the audience knows, we're going to be covering the first three in this episode and the next episode we'll be wrapping up and covering the last three. And these and are so also that, not, these are also not a mystery. These are all things no. you've heard of before. If you've ever been in English 101 and you had to write a story, you've learned about the five W's, who, what, why, where, and when. And then in marketing, we also add how. Right. And that tells you everything you know about any single thing you might be considering. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's kick that off with, you know, there's some important, com um, you know, considerations for each of these points. Right. And, you know, you and I discussed offline about this. And then we have to kind of put ourselves into our audience's head in that we have some important considerations, but we're going to be asking a question. And then they're going to be replying with an answer in their own head. Right. And I just did a recent webinar where I said, do this test on your content. If I were someone looking for this type of product and or service and read this content, 
would it make me want to take action? That's a really good question. It's a really good test. And so that is a great, you know, lead into what you talk about of who, because if you think about it, people are not doing business with a brand, with a product, with a company. They are doing business with people, their people. And so as you develop your brand and your position, it's important that people understand who are you. And so I would like, you know, your take and your expansion on this as to the questions that we ask, the questions that they're probably asking in their head, and then some of the important things that we, you know, need to make sure that we're covering when we're thinking about the who. Okay, so let's let's jump into that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna present this as for each question, who, what, why, all that. I'm going to define what the marketer you is going to ask and then what your audience is probably asking also using who, but in a very different way. And then we'll talk about related considerations. So for who the who concept um, for a marketer asking who defines the marketer and the audience. So we ask ourselves, who do we consider ourselves to be? Mm. Who else would be interested in our offerings? And who do we want to reach? At the same time, the audience is asking, and this defines their need and desire fulfillment. They're asking who can help us get what we need and who are you to say that you are that person or group or organization. And so important related considerations around that is that uh, when the marketer asks their who questions, you must know who you think you are as well as who your intended audience thinks you are. Do those match? Because if they don't, either A, you better ask yourself if you're telling the truth, and if you are telling the truth, you better ask yourself why they are not in agreement with you, and right there is your assignment. You need to bridge that gap between what you know is true and what they think is true. Another important consideration is deciding who your primary audience is. Who are they? Who is my main target audience? Because everyone else will be a secondary audience to that. That's going to help you establish where you want to put the majority of your resources, time, money, talent, energy. Um, For your audience, when they're asking who, that helps you understand their attitudes. And it also is going to help you understand how to evoke confidence in what your claims are and what you're offering. So then we jump to what. So when the marker asks the what questions, this is defining the products and services they offer. So they're asking what is the best way, best being most effective and efficient, to reach our potential customers. And they're also gonna ask what might we be overlooking. At the same time, the audience is gonna ask their what questions, which again, helps define their need and desire. What are you going to do for me? And what extra value can you add? This is an interesting setup because what are you going to do for me is a very essential question to branding. What do you do in the marketplace? And what extra value can you add is very determinant of positioning in the marketplace. If you add extra value next to your, you know, what your uh, your competitor does, you're gonna stack up better. 
against them. And that's going to help determine your position in the marketplace. So important related considerations to the what question for marketers are um, researching potential message avenues are a good what, like what can we do to get our message out? And also thinking outside the box and being innovative. That's a what that can really help you. Um, the other thing is that what, and this is critically important, what allows you to think about things from your audience's point of view? Okay. Mm, this is getting close yeah. to that. Yeah. This is getting close to that. What's in it for me question. And then we come to the last category, which is why. When a marketer is asking why they're establishing branding and selling motivation for themselves, and at this time, why is what starts to establish positioning of the brand in the audience's mind. So the why questions that the marketer asks is, why have we chosen to do what we do? Mm. Okay, like, what's yes. your motivation? Why are you out here doing this? What makes you good at that? The other why that we ask as marketers is why would potential customers most likely or likely not choose us rather than our competition? And very related to that is the audience asking, why should I choose you above your competitors? If you're not messaging, if you're not answering those questions, you are not marketing effectively. The important related why considerations are um, thinking about what makes you proud in your work uh that's at first you know why why am i here doing this also it helps you think like a customer which helps you anticipate objections before they happen during your sales pitch that's huge anticipating objections and being ready to answer them satisfactorily can be the difference between closing a sale and watching it walk out the door a related consideration too with why is um, educating your potential customers so they can appreciate your value. We are working with a client right now who actually can sell services and products that are easily 200% of the going rate in the marketplace. And they do it every day very successfully because they engineer opportunities to share the story that reveals the true value that they bring to the table. Um, and that's really the first, the, that's the entirety of the first three. Um, and just want to reiterate again, the important points are that effective marketing comes down to whoever tells the best story wins because all of marketing, if it's done properly, is just telling a really good story that's convincing and leaves a good taste in your mouth. In the global economy, we are all going to become commodities. So the only thing that's going to set us apart from our competitors is our attitude and customer service. I mean, given that quality is equal right. across and, the board. And educating, and educating the buyer. Yes. Uh, one of the things that you alluded to in the why is that why should I choose you is, and, and those objections. Um, kind of going back when you think about your, your content, everything that you do, we're, you know, we're going to talk about content marketing later um, in another episode, but everything you do is really content. Your advertising is content. Your website is content. Your PR is content. Your social media is content. It's all the messaging, telling the story. Um, I love to open up every class that I do with this picture of um, 
I call her Sister Mary Francis. And with a ruler and this lesson for the day, give me a one word definition of marketing. And marketing is the ability to educate your customers in such a way that they will be compelled to do business with you. And so when we think about the why, as you're pulling those questions together, what are the questions that people are asking over and over and over again? And even more important, what is the information that they are looking for to solve a pain point or a problem that when they go and they do a Google search, that they're just not finding. And if you get those same questions over and over again, you probably can assume they've probably done a search on this, but haven't found anything online that's giving them the answers they need, or it's an answer, but it's not as comprehensive as it needs to be. So you have an opportunity as a marketer here to fill that gap answer that question, provide that information that they're looking for, but just haven't been able to find anywhere else. And then also, if someone is objecting, write content surrounding the objections in those calls to action. Yes, we know we're higher than everybody else, but here's why. And again, this is all about telling the best story, telling the best story. And so what I was just, you know, adding to this and throwing out in the why they're wondering, well, how do I get to that? Pay attention to the questions that people are asking. Yeah. And if you are a small business, I, I know we were, you know, this, the whole purpose of this series was for new business folks, but think about when you're out in the field selling, or if you've got maybe someone else that's selling with you, a business partner that's selling with you, what are people asking? Because a lot of times I see in an organization, there's a huge disconnect between the field sales guys and the folks that are doing their marketing and writing the messaging. Yep. That's what I was just going to say is that there's a corollary to, you know, telling your story, which is, Part of telling a good story is understanding what your audience wants and needs to hear. And that means not being arrogant and thinking you know everything there is to know. Yes, you may be the expert in your service or product, but you don't know everybody's every pain point. And the truth is, knowing what those are is the most valuable thing you can have. And if you have the humility to shut up and listen, they'll tell you. They will freely tell you what they need and want. So again, that comes back to the, that, that final question always, what's in it for me? If you want to know, shut up and listen, they'll tell you. And that kind of brings us to the end of these first three. Yeah. And, and, and we're going to, and we're going to be talking about, you know, we're going to continue that conversation. So, you know, you know, thank you for sharing this, you know, wanted to make this kind of a short and sweet because our first episode, you know, ran a little bit long. There was a lot of, lot of ground to cover on that. And we didn't want to shortchange you. And so please tune in on our next episode where we're going to continue this conversation about the next three key questions. So until next time, thanks again for tuning in and keep it flowing. Thanks so much for joining me, the Doo Diva, on this week's episode of Smells Like Money. What stood out to you this week? Share your takeaways by leaving me a review. You can find out more about the new technologies, 
creating sustainable solutions and insights on how to succeed in our vital industry by subscribing to the show. Whether you want to learn about the latest trends in wastewater infrastructure, treatment, or trench lists, you've got it all right here at Smells Like Money. If you're an industry expert and would like to be considered as a guest for the show, book a quick chat with me by visiting calendly.com forward slash the Tuit group forward slash B dash A dash podcast dash guest, or simply click the link in the show notes below. Until next week, a big shout out to all my industry friends and those who will be. You are my superheroes. Thanks for tuning in, keeping it flowing, and we'll see you all next week.